So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When? When? Uh, when? Uh, every week. For <laughs> I'm like, when? Every week on Tuesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. We're at Where? WPRK 91.5 FM in the best of ba- best in basement radio. Basement. You can also find our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. We are the best podcast and radio show of its kind. <laughs> this is episode number 72. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And in the studio with me today is, and you heard him, it is Tom the Elderberry. How are you doing? Namas Cray, John. Namas Cray. We have to do our proverbial, proverbial night start <laughs> clink. Yes. Can't start happy hour without a nice little clink. <laughs> Colonel clink. Colonel clink. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I saw nothing. So, so it's a so new year. So how God. are you doing? I'm happy about it. Happy about 2022? Yeah, the last two have been like a Gemini's. Yeah, yeah. It's that. Yeah. That. But have you seen that meme, though, that it's 2020. Two. Two, also. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I hate that meme because I'm like, no, we can't have another one. At least Omicron yeah. isn't as, as hospitalization, you know, an ICU as as bad as Delta was. So there's something to look at on the bright side it's for. It's just COVID roulette. It's a, yeah, COVID roulette. You're just going to see which kind you get. Yeah. You don't want the bad kind. No. No Delta. Mm-mm. So let's go ahead and kick off with our local stuff because there are things that have been Popping. going on. And let's just start with the goody goody Stonewall. What? Oh my gosh. So, Stonewall, they put out this advertisement that talked about having this New Year's party, just like how Southern did and everyone else did. So, right. boy, everywhere had theirs. Well, Stonewall then turned around and made a post. And it had, I can't remember the sign that was on it, but it had, um, we are temporarily closed until further notice. They had a second sign. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And they just, it, they whenever they did that, they just turned around and blindsided all of their workers that were supposed to work New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, no. It didn't even happen New Year's Eve? No, they didn't have oh, a New Year's no. Eve. They were, they were closed, temporarily closed until further notice. Oh, no. I was like... Oh, no. With some of the other stuff I had heard, the other gossip stuff I had heard about, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I cannot believe. I'm trying to find this. Um, what was it that they had there? Um, I saw the New Year's Eve post. You saw the New it Year's Eve It was $20 for anybody 18, 19, or 20. Exactly. And then it was free for everybody else. Yes, and wow. so so the the exact wording of the post is due to unforeseen circumstances. Stonewall Bar is temporarily closed. Oh, 
And then they also have a, right beside it a picture of no trespassing. This property is protected by video surveillance. Trespassers will be prosecuted. Wow. I'm sorry for everybody that worked there. Because there were some too. really good people. Me too. But you know what's really good about that? There is a good side to everything. Get uh, Southern Knights, the stone. They stepped in and they said, "Hey, Stonewall people, come over to Good for them. Southern Knights, and we'll have a place for you." So everybody that was supposed to be working there at Stonewall had a. They still got to work because I love New Chad. Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for all of them, Chad and Jude, you're all of them. All of them, yeah. Wow. All of them. Lance, Lance Ryder, he's really a great bartender. So, yeah, they had them come over and work at, at Southern Nights for New Year's Eve because it's so packed there, and they also have three different bars. So they had, you know, room that they can place people at. Right. So yay for you, yay for you, Southern yeah, Nights. but it's like a queen song. Another one bites the dust here. I know. But according to the Parliament House post, we're just waiting to hear their next post. <laughs> that was the sound <laughs> that of was a side eye silent, roll. Side silence. eye roll. So what two things did you take from this past week, Tom? Oh, are we jumping into that already? Oh, no. Uh, well, actually, let's talk more after. I just I, I was so excited to get out the Stonewall gossip that I was like, oh, forget well, about everyone tea. else. The April Fresh. Yes. My, my tea, Miss, Be- Miss Baronce. Baronce yes. Bear has a new den. Yes. Starting February the 5th, they will be doing their brunchateria yes. at the Doghouse Sports Bar in Tavares. I think he calls it Bobbles, Bobbles, Beards, and Babes. Bobbles, Beards, and Babes. Yes. It's Drag Brunch on Saturday. And oh. it's going to be in this sports bar in Tavares. Oh. I think it's going to be fantastic. That's there's, awesome. There's That's no breaking ticket barriers charge. for Tavares, too. There's no ticket charge. You just go and you spend your money on your food. And well, that's even better. Mm, I think it's brilliant. That is. That's very brilliant. Bravo, Anthony. Bravo. Bravo. We miss you also. We'll have to see about having you back one Tuesday. And also, I know you're going to hear about it. We love the little pillow of Daniel. That's just adorbs. Oh, yes. Adorbs. Mini Daniel. Y- yes. And they have, like, yes. my friend Beth, whenever her husband took off, because he was in the service, and before he retired, he was always having to go away. And she had this little flat cutout of him that she called Flat Bob, and she took him everywhere. <laughs> and just like, just like but, what Baron says. The screen print of it. Daniel's face is just yes. perfection. Yes. Perfection. Yes. And has on the bear in the back seat. Buckle everybody up. That's the one that slayed me. <laughs> that picture. <laughs> Everything that he had done. In Where's his... Skynet? <laughs> right. <laughs> Run. That's funny. <laughs> and House on Church is back up and running. House House on Church, yes. And someone was Google Person of the Year. Did you see that? It was it was um in the new the Google has an ad they do at the end of every year about searches through the whole year. And when they got to the COVID nineteen part of the commercial, it was like they had three different countries and USA was on the right side and Blue Star was in it and she gets her, her she gets her um she gets her shot and she says ta da but it was just clearly her and her voice, you know, ta da and so I'm like, Oh, yeah, look, it's blue. And took a picture and messaged her. I'm like, you're in the Google year-end commercial. 
which is fantastic because she's really done it right. Yes. Yes. I just can't. I was like, I wonder how they, you know, how they pick someone for that. You know, it was really neat that if and if Google even contacted them to say, hey, we're using oh, so you they in had a commercial to the, the picture. Yeah. But somebody yeah. could have submitted it. I don't know how they did the contest. The small congratulations, video. Blue. Exactly. Congratulations. You're more and more a star every day. We Blue always star. loved you here. Yes. We, oh, yes, we've always loved you. Hey, there's Greg. Hey, Greg. <laughs> Bye, Greg. Bye, Greg. <laughs> so, so local, you were talking about April Fresh. Yes, there's April Fresh. She was actually at, for New Year's Eve, she was at House on Church along with Tiffany. I think we're alone now. Should have been so, should have been, could have been so beautiful. That song could have been. Um Yes, and it looked like it was a fun time. April was just at Island Time Brunch this past week also. That's in Thornton Park? Yes. Yes. And she did one of the funny... I love it whenever she does it. She comes out and does um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from Titanic. And she's wearing this... She wears this white robe. And then she has this life jacket around her neck. And she's singing it. And during the song, she has someone come out and they'll like throw water on her. Fabulous. (laughs) Performance art. The first time she did it, which was for one of her brunches, one of April Fresh's brunches, which one is coming up in a couple weeks... Um, you can look at the AprilFresh.com. Tickets are at Eventbrite. Um, one of April Fresh comedy brunches. But she was there, and she um, and then she had somebody do a lift. But the first time that she did it, she actually had little fish. They went to the store, and she got little fish. You know, like you can yes. buy at the Asian store. You know, you can buy it right there. They don't do that at the regular grocery stores. I don't know why, but I love the Asian supermarkets, which Asian people just call the supermarket. Yes. So a friend of mine posted that he checked in on Facebook. He's like, have to go shopping at the Asian supermarket. And then this Asian friend of his pops in. He says, well, we just call it the supermarket. So I was like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Good read. Yes, it is. <laughs> but um, And Addison Taylor. He put real fish in him. Yes, Addison Taylor, we're working at the dive and doing a lot on going on over there. Has Bingo herself um, over there bartending along with um, um, along with Joel and lots of people. Miss Vicky on occasion. Miss Vicky on occasion. And you can drop by and see Brandon and Dennis and Scotty. Yes. At the Savoy Complex. At Savoy Complex. Scotty was working Ivanhoe. So I see that they opened the Ivanhoe part back up. Yeah, 1619. Yeah, 1619. And I was like, And the outdoor space is lovely. Lovely. Oh, they have their own outdoor space? Or is it part of Savoy's outdoor space? It's part of Savoy's. Oh, okay. It's like the whole thing. Oh, yes. The outdoor space at Savoy is lovely. Yep. Since they cut that shipping container open, beautiful. Yeah. That way, you just—it just feels fresher. I don't know why, but that's that's every time. Like if I go to Southern, when I go to dive, I don't mind sitting around the bar, like Cheers. It looks like a Cheers bar. Uh, it, I don't mind sitting around at the bar like that. But I like to be out in the fresh area, uh, air, and all that. So I like to go out to the courtyard area. Yeah, when it's I beautiful. go to Southern as Southern nights, I've always want, drifted to more towards the courtyard area if I wasn't on the dance floor. Um, back by the lake? Parliament, Parliament House. house was back by the lake or in the front in the courtyard area. Yeah. You know, because then, well, then you can smoke cigarettes. And side tea. 
Yeah. Osteurus. And if it's private, if it's private property, I can take my medicine also. We can dance if we want to. And oh, we can dance if we want to anywhere. Exactly. Have you, I've been driving down the road. Oh, okay. So two things that I've taken from was, this past yes. week. The first thing is I I do not feel guilty or silly now whenever I some songs on the radio in my car and I'm dancing around because I was stopped. I was stopped at this red light and I'm just sitting there, you know, lip syncing the song, just blah 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 blah, lip syncing it. And I happen to turn, I happen to turn and look at the person next to me, and they were just going down and doing all this stuff to your music. <laughs> no, to their music. Oh. And I was like, okay, like a I do not. Rave. feel silly anymore like a silent rave yeah yeah so that told me when you feel like you're silly no don't worry about it you're not being too silly <laughs> that was the first thing i take for i took from this past week and the second thing that i took from this past week was um what was that second thing oh was it really helps whenever you make a New Year's resolution to actually start your New Year's resolution. <laughs> you have to push a start on it. Every day you can restart. Because I have been doing my workout thing that I wanted to do as a resolution more. Um, I have been using that, but I haven't been getting out. I wanted to get out and walk further than more than what I usually do. So I didn't do that. <laughs> You gotta move. It's like I gotta gotta move. You gotta gotta move. move. Gotta get on. Gotta leave this place. <laughs> yes. Get the hustle on. That's an old song. It is old. Song. Barbara so- Barbara Streisand sang that song. She did a version of it. Eighteen sixty six. Of course. Right. Oh, uh, so the next thing I have on my list. Well, what? My two things here don't matter. Is a uh, Daniel Downer, but he's not here today. But we are going to reschedule. Yes. And have Daniel Downer here, but I really, honestly, I wanted to see his reaction to Uncle, Uncle Murda, Uncle Murda, he he is this, he is this rapper, and he puts out a rap track every single year on New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, and Uncle Murda just recently released his new track, Wrap Up 2021. Well, it's um, it's really weird because he in his lyrics he says Lil Nas X will die of AIDS, and in the whole m- lyric goes Lil Nas X gone catch AIDS and die like Easy E. Hope the LGBTQ don't cancel me like they tried to stop the baby from getting paid when he was talking about how they giving each other AIDS. Oh. That's not even what it's about. Uh, yeah, it's like this is not dead silence. This is utter dead air for us. This is just our us having to pick our jaws up off the floor <laughs> because what? It's, it's like so uninformed. And to actually put that on a song that's titled "Wrap Up 2021." I would be like, no, that would be more like 1985, not 2021 with those lyrics. There's still a big stigma. A huge stigma, and especially in the um, in the rap uh, H or uh, hip rap and hip hop, and that yes, yes, but it's also 
it's sad though that it's not just a stigma of that that being gay equal AIDS is what I'm like more stunned about than anything else. I'm like, wait a minute, just because he's a gay rapper, mm-hmm. uninformed, you go right straight to AIDS, uninformed. It just makes no, yeah, yeah. It's saddening. Yeah, I really want to hear Little Nas X clap back at both of them for what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, the baby didn't talk about Lil Nas X. Wait, no, yes, he did. He did say something about him, but um, no, I think the baby just was talking about gay oh, people in yes, general. Yes, that's right. Boozy that's right. badass is the one that's calling that, him specifically. That, yes, and then this one, I'm just like, oh no, I am not going to be listening to anything from Uncle Murder Murda anytime soon. Just keep dividing people. It doesn't really work. And what a tacky way to to try to say murder, but he's saying Murda, M-U-R-D-A. Uncle, so he's really saying his name is Uncle Murder to white people, but he says Uncle oh, not Murder. not necessarily to white people, right, to everybody. To everybody, exactly, but he's calling it Murder, so it's okay. No, it's still not okay. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that just that's just too much. I just popped because I started laughing in the mic. <coughs> Excuse me. Broke the seal. That was funny. Broke the seal. <laughs> so yeah, Uncle Murda. Uncle, Uncle Murda. Uncle Murda. No, 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 no. I I deal with Aunt Killer. So no, <laughs> Aunt Killer raid. Aunt Killer. Yeah, flow right. The the nice people that have nothing to say about any of that. So talking about things going coming up this week with local and stuff like that too. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race comes back on season fourteen. Yay. And it comes back on, I can't wait. VH1. VH1, right. You don't have to, it's weird that they don't show those seasons. They have season one through 10 on Paramount Plus, but they don't show any of these. They only show the all-stars, which I'm sure they're the ones that are also going to show RuPaul UK, RuPaul Drag Race UK versus the world. But, so. That will um, be on the webs. So what's really cool is that they have 14 queens, and it's season 14. Um, I, to be ha- honest with you, um, I really don't know any of them, but they have a couple of firsts. They have the first straight contestant. I read about him. And the first queen from Michigan. Yes, the straight contestant who I, that's the one I want to see it for that I'm really looking forward to. And like got me. Her name is Maddie Morphosis. From Fayetteville, Arkansas. AR is Arkansas, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to say it's not Arizona, is it? No, Arizona is AZ. It's Arkansas. So the, um, they have 14 of them Willow Pill from Denver, Colorado. Orion Story from Grand Rapids, Michigan. She's a. Um, first, let's explain about them. Willow is a quirky little pill. She quirky. Dr- She drives into a wicked sense of humor and dark eccentric drag style. She is the drag sister of Evie Oddly, who won season 11. 
And then there's Orion's story from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Orion is a retro sex kitten with a campy yeah. edge. She's the first queen to represent Michigan. She's a Midwestern beauty, and she brings a smoldering Lana Del Rey energy to her drag and is eager to share her unique drag stylings with the world. <laughs> oh, my. She sounds a bit much. Yeah, then there's Maddie Morphosis from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Small town camp comedy queen, so I'm really ready for that. I love the camp comedy ones. Um, she's the first heterosexual queen on Drag Race. Her performances are quirky. It sets her apart from everyone else, but she can still perform with the best of them. I want Taffy next year on it. I know. I think that would be so great. Lady Camden from Sacramento. She can show them how to do their makeup right the right way. Uh, Lady Camden from Sacramento, California. Three cheers for America's Little Spice Girl. She was born in the UK, but now she lives in Sacramento. <laughs> that doesn't. Oh, no. That just made it worse. And she's a professional ballet dancer turned queen. So we have another one of those and has some class and sass. Oh, oh, I have heard of one of them from L.A., Cornbread. Cornbread the Snack Jeté. Cornbread with a K. Um, she, I, she's an L.A. queen. She performs like... She performs the house down. I mean, literally the house down, not just exclamation point. Um, she'll leave you goop, gabbed in, gandered, and she'll leave you with a taste of what she's cooking. And then there's also Carrie Colby, who is she's from the house of Colby, from the house of Colby with Sasha Colby's house. Alexis Carrington Colby? No, Sasha Colby the house um they're also she's also from la she's bodacious she's about beauty hair and body oddy oddy <laughs> she's really pretty too in my opinion then there's june jambalaya i'm seeing a lot of food names now i'm hungry <laughs> i know jumbo she's bringing black girl magic back to the stage she has fierce dance moves she's has kicks and splits so she's going to be that queen <laughs> then there's georgia's J-O-R-G-E-U-S. Georges. Hello, Georges. Oh, I'd like Barbara. Hello, Georges. Hello, Georges. <laughs> She's from Nashville, Tennessee. She's a spicy Latina dancing diva, and she started drag at the age of 16. So that's going to be fun to see. She's a dancer also. There's Jasmine Kennedy, which is Kennedy or Kennedy. Kennedy or Kennedy, but it's K-E-N-N-E-D-I-E, so I say Kennedy. Uh, from New York City and she, the ditzy doll so she must be high, she's a high energy and polished drag but she must also be ditzy then there's Deja Sky from Fresno, California she's a pastel princess colorful aesthetics bold the, the different design skills she's, she's a designer there's Deja Betty from Springfield Missouri M.O. And <laughs> I guess it's Missouri. Spring it's Missouri. Yeah, because that's where um, that's where the Simpsons are from. <laughs> Springfield, Missouri. But she's from the House of Method, from Crystal Method, from a couple seasons ago. She gives eighty rock star realness. That just sounds really cool. She's crafting ex ex incredible looks out of any material she can get her hands on. So she's the crafty girl. So that's gonna be good. Bosco, I love that name, Bosco, from Seattle, Washington. Wasn't that a chocolate sauce? 
Right. She's she has got really a sharp wit, and she also has a lot of drag talent. So we will see what that's about. And then Alyssa Hunter from Catania, Puerto Rico. So we're gonna have two Puerto Rican queens, really, but one doesn't live in Puerto Rico anymore. Um, she is a pageant queen, so she gives runway and everything. She's really beautiful. And there's also Angeria Paris Van Michaels from Atlanta, Georgia. Why is it Atlanta queens have to have so many names so she goes by angie miss angie Angie, miss angie miss angie (laughs) angie she serves fierce fashion and a face with a country charm and that is angie that is the 14 of them i'm looking forward to it it's a lot it's a lot of girls it is a lot of girls they're they're picked from the hotbeds of drag though yes yeah. I've been to Fresno. Fresno, right. Fresno. They pick, They always have to have their queen. The from, night, that's from somewhere. I was there on a Sunday night. They all did the same song oh. in succession. Oh, my God. That, that can be funny. But then after a while, you're like, do they mean to do this or is this a joke? <laughs> they mean to do it. Oh. oh. It's good to do, to do that if you mean to do it as a joke. You know? It was an experience. So, so, this new wave of ex-gays that's happening, Freedom March and stuff like that, well, this ex-gay Christian admits that he frequently um, boom-snap-clapped it with men. Devils. Yes. Shocking. Oh, the hypocrisy explodes that. It, it just it just Absolutely shows that shocking. the change movement is possible. It's lasting in a person. But that's so hypocritical because it doesn't. So he just said he admitted it himself that he's just boom snap clapped it with multiple men while preaching freedom from the LGBTQ identity. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my that's gosh. Change, change back, change, change back. Change. Right. And there's many that have admitted they never stop having same gender boom snap clapping. It's surprising because it's barely a scandal. You know, ex-gay Christian leaders, it's it's supposed to be like, what does ex-gay mean to them? Now, this guy, his name is Jeffrey McCall. He's He, prepared, uh, he appeared in the 2021 Pray Away documentary, and he also is le- one of the leaders of Freedom March. And then Freedom March is one of the larger called Change Movement group. And they basically are calling for end to LGBTQ equality laws and conversion therapy bans. And it's like they, they claim that it discriminates against Christians. Uh, no. Now, I will say myself, I think that it depends on the person that's going to these groups because Angel Cologne, a lot of the gay community don't care for him, but um, I really appre- I appreciate him as a friend and everything, that he's cool. And he is, since Pulse, because he was shot six times in his leg, he, he has gone on to being part of the ex-gay movement um, with the Freedom March, but... It's not, but he doesn't shame anyone for being gay, and he doesn't try to, um, I don't know, you know, bring someone in and say, "Oh, hey, come, on, come with me to this." No, he's just, "Hey, you can be you, but you know, this is how I am." So I'm, a, I'm great. I think that's great for him. But he claims he's still ex-gay, even though he never stopped desiring and actually boom, slap, clapping it with men. It's, yeah. 
It's just crazy. It's crazy. So. Well, I knew somebody that was gay all of his life up until the past year, and all of a sudden he decided to marry a woman. Right. Okay. Right. I know someone that has been married to a woman, known he has been gay, then turned around, and he um, he and his wife separated, and so he started having a boyfriend. But once him and his boyfriend um, broke up, then he goes back to his wife. Uh, that's like, too much. Uh-huh. That's way too much. So anyway, to about two weeks ago, this um, anti-conversion therapy group, Truth Wins Out, they reported that McCall, who identified as gay or transgender at earlier points in his life, that he has spent a lot of time seeking out Boomsnap clapping it with men on the Dime of Freedom March. So he's not only doing it, but he's using their money mm-hmm. to do it. I was like, Was he on the what? GR- GRNDR? Huh? On GRNDR. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. Um, That's how you get busted. So they put out. So they put out a following statement. They're like Jeffrey McCall is a self-serving con artist who runs a fraudulent organization that preys on vulnerable and desperate LGBTQ people who grow up in religious homes, which is kind of true. If McCall had an ounce of integrity, he'd apologize for his rank hypocrisy and shut down his odious Freedom March racket before it ruins more lives. McCall's own actions prove that he has no ability to help anyone, starting with himself. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ooh, you're in trouble. Yes. And they came up and they said that he boom snap clapped it with multiple men last summer at an ex gay march that he organized. Wow. So basically, they're trying to put people in saying they're ex gay, getting them into religion, and then turning around and boom snap clapping it with them. That's predatory. That's very predatory. That's very predatory. So he said, so um, an article McCall says, every time I fell, I would truly repent and turn away again. I would feel God's love, mercy, and forgiveness sometimes before (laughs) I could even finish the prayer. I am not condoning this sin at all. I'm just sharing what happened when I fell. On to the next one. Yeah. Sorry, no. Now, I do know somebody that's part of the ex-gay movement, not my sister, but um, <laughs> but she, she's not really part of the ex-gay movement. She just went with their stuff and went to one of a, a, a few of their things that they do, and it was more of the whole religious part of it because now she goes to all these other places. I'm like, oh, I don't get it, but she's still mm-hmm. ex-gay. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mm-mm. Right, but I do know this one that is part of that movement that has gone on, and now he's he's um, engaged to a girl. Congratulations. And I do not think she's ex-lesbian. Well, it's their relationship. They have to negotiate it. Right. And see, that's the thing that Angel's, Angel would always say is, it's you know, his he's in a relationship with God. He's not in a relationship with any person. He's in a relationship with God. But he doesn't sit there and tell you that you have to be. Yeah, that's cool. He found his peace. Exactly. And that's what I talk of. think is great. Something else that's great. <laughs> what? Which really cracked me up when everybody has heard about it already. But Twitter permanently suspends Marjorie Taylor Greene's account. <laughs> that it was suspended this last week. And it had nothing to do with her anti-trans um 
you know. No, it was COVID misinformation. It was COVID misinformation. Not just once, but more than once. Did you see the funny one that's popped up in its wake? No, what's that? Marjorie Taylor's green Marjorie Taylor Green's feet. They've cropped images that they just show her feet in these shoes. <laughs> okay, that's kind of creepy. It was like Devin Nunez's cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's it, it true. It takes the head off, and then you look at it, and then you just focus on the shoes. On the and shoes. it's like, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But the fact that it's not just suspended, it is permanently suspended. Well, you can't say the stuff that that she's saying. Right. Right. There has to be some sort of line where you say this is just wrong. They they suspended it after she tweeted on Saturday, last Saturday, falsely about extremely high amounts of COVID vaccine deaths, saying that if people get the vaccine that they're that they're dying. I'm like, what? And they and this said this is like the fifth time. It's not like yeah, one or two. It was her fifth strike. So that's where they said, okay, your account will not be. Um, restored. So the fourth strike was only in August, and she falsely posted that vaccines were failing. A third strike less than a month before that, she had tweeted that COVID-19 was not dangerous and that vaccines should not be mandated. Sister needs to get the cliff notes. Oh my gosh. She is just too much. She is bat emoji, poop emoji, cray. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's great that Twitter is taking stands and, and you know, just like they did with uh, with Donald Trump. We're coming up on one year of January 6th happening, you know? I do. And he's giving a speech that day, which I'm definitely not He's giving in. a speech, hopefully not in D.C. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. They're going to, oh, no, they're going to storm Mar-a-Lago. Let him storm Mar-a-Lago. I don't think he should be speaking. Right. But who's he going to speak to? He's not on Twitter. <laughs> there's still, I know there's still, the, on the channels that I don't watch, I know that he's still doing. Yeah. Doing the, the hustle, rounds. the grift. Yeah, to try to stay, to try to stay pertinent. Got to keep that cash coming in, man. P.T. Barnum. Right. Right. Just like Dollar bill, y'all. All the time. 24-7. So, so in Washington D.C., even though you know they have their own COVID rules and everything that's going on right now, one thing that is not going to be ha- or that is going to be happening and it's not going to be canceled is Mid Atlantic Leather Weekend. Really? Yes, they actually they had been for 2021 um, this past year they had been. Um, canceled and they had let me see it was 2019 no it was the beginning of january 2020 was the last one that they had yeah yeah so they said that they acknowledge that it is each individual's personal choice to attend mid-atlantic leather week in mal 2022 Um, more details are to come and will include any additional rules restrictions or other changes to help make the weekend as safe and fun as possible have you ever been because I have. No, I have never been. I go. I have been to a lot of Florida leather stuff, and the southern, southeastern. I think it's called. It's a blast. But it's I've never been to Mal. Absolute blast. But in January, it's freezing. 
Um, see, that's that's one thing we. I mean, we would always go to the ones down here and you, in South Florida and stuff. And you so need they every were, stitch of that leather to get around in DC uh-huh, in the winter. Uh huh. I bet. I bet. But when they took the original Eagle Bar down, they moved it out to like a warehouse over by the river, uh-huh. which it was like. Even more cold. <sighs> On a river, it's always going to be more cold. It did make everything perky, though. So the things that should right. look like that, they actually did naturally. Right. right. They look like a, um, a drawing. I can't remember his name. Icicles in the snow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's going to go on. It, the or, the host organization is called Centaur MC. Yep. So it's going to be January fourteenth through seventeenth, and that is going to be really cold. The vote came after DC Mayor Muriel Bowser tightened COVID nineteen restrictions to combat surging cases. But most everybody in that community will be vaccinated. Yes. And will be very attentive. Yes. And they're also taking care of, you know, that according to CDC, those who have registered for Mal but decide not to attend should contact. Oh, never mind. (laughs) I was like, what? I was reading that wrong, CDC. Oh, the the other the third thing I took from this past week was watch it when you ever whenever you're taking your medicine the kind that you eat <laughs> inedible. Oh, <laughs> because every time that always hits, it hits when you don't think you take it like way earlier on, and then you're like, oh my gosh, it hit me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not right now. It's just the the, the after effects of them. And I, but I learned that this week. That was good, Johnny. What do you have to talk about? I'm talking about all these subjects. Do you, I know you have something to talk about. Well, my two things is, first of all, try to retain patience if you're teaching old people technology. Oh, yes. Don't lose it. Yes. And the second one is grieving is a process. Yes. Yes, you think, you know, you because there's fresh grief when it happens, but then it still happens, you know, different markers of times, and it hits you, and you're like, oh, yeah. 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 So I have a question for you. What's that? If you could pick one person from last year, who would you say made the whole year? Little non-sex. Me too. I really do. I think he changed the game really well. And I think who made the last of the year was Betty White. I know. You know, I wonder how many people are going to have parties. I tell you what, I was wearing my Golden Girls pajamas because I have pants and then with Golden Girl t-shirt. I was wearing my Golden Girls pajamas. I've watched them on. Um, it makes me want to go see the film. Yes. Because that's an incredible life. I Incredible. I know. I know. And all the way to 99, in two weeks away, she was just like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to give y'all that. No, and she was great until the end. Even hot in Cleveland, Even, she got an yeah. Emmy. Yeah. She was just always a presence. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the, seeing, seeing the thing that she's in, the film is what, it, I can't remember what it's called, but just a see tribute that. tribute to Betty White. Yeah, tribute to Betty White. I think that's going to be really good. Yeah. Sorry, Betty. We'll always love you. <laughs> right. Well, that's Whitney, though. And Dolly. <laughs> yeah, and Dolly, too. <laughs> and Crunch Fitness, you heard that tea. 
Yes, but let's talk about that. All you people that go to Crunch, no, no, no. Crunch Fitness, they put the crunch in the in the. They have issued an edict. <laughs> they have absolutely turned around. Attention, members. Please do not have sex in the men's locker room. You can have sex literally anywhere else, just not at Crunch Fitness. Otherwise, your membership will be immediately revoked. Please consider this a safe space for all crunchers. All crunchers. Oh, my gosh. So people are boom slap clapping it at the gym, which is not something that is new. No. And wow. But just the responses. People are like, well, how right. about the elliptical? Right. I mean, once you post that on your Twitter page, you know you're going to get people coming back. Yes. It's just like, oh. What? What? <laughs> no, I was just like, people coming back, they'd be like, what? One user said, so this is the only way to stop your credit card payments on your gym membership when you told them to stop. Right, right. I'm going to have to be forced to do the boom snap clap in the locker room. Yep. Wow. It's come to that in America. And Betty White meant like lots of stuff to a lot of gay people when you're talking about that. I went from crunch back to Betty White because I'm like, oh my gosh. But, oh my gosh, that's like, that's nothing new. No. That's nothing new. No. They ended up putting signs up at rest areas. Oh, they took the rest areas away. <laughs> or they took the rest area away. Boy, back For, in the day, that one by Disney. Lord, sweet baby lots Jesus. Lots of them. I mean, if you're going on a road trip, you planned it by the rest areas. Ruth Ann's. <laughs> yeah. There is, you know, yeah, it's not like it's anything new. No. It's just funny. It's just funny that they put out there and says, oh, hey, this is really... <laughs> Which the wave of people embracing like metrosexuality and heteroflexible yeah. and and that's really what it is. Mm. It's basically heterosexuals. A lot of heterosexuals that stop there because that's why truck stops were always so so happy. It's all these you know boom snap clapping at people. <laughs> that's what it is. It's these boom snap clapping at people. So, <laughs> Yes, that's true. So speaking of stuff like that, though, you so you know UFC, which is Ultimate Fighting Championship. One of the fighters there, Sean Strickland, he said that having a gay son would mean that he failed as a man. And of course, whenever you say something like that, uh, Twitter and everything like that comes back. A fan asked him whether he would rather have a gay son or a gay daughter. That daughter, and he responded, "If I had a gay son, I would think I failed as a man to create such weakness. If I had a bleep for a daughter, I think she had just wanted to be like her dad. If I had a, prostitute, I read that, and I'm like, wow, are you just absolutely not even getting it? Uh huh. So then Twitter, as Twitter does, come back, but somebody, somebody came back and said, hate to break it to you, but you've already failed as a man." <laughs> Seriously. Someone said this guy is truly unhinged. But he wasn't finished. He followed up with a bizarre tweet about pronouns and beta males. He wrote, I've been getting some hate for that gay son joke. You beta males need to calm down. This isn't your college. You're not going to get laid here by a zur or it by being a little beep. It's okay. This is a safe space. Untuck your, untuck your cojones 
you're allowed to be a he here. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so someone goes, oh my God, not only is he homophobic, but he's transphobic and he believes in the beta and alpha male. Yeah. And then he said, what's your best hiccup line when when hitting on a lesbian? Hey, want to hang? I hate my father too. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Dude, some of the things. Oh, I just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they're like, he tweeted, have you guys ever been hit on by a lesbian? I have. It's hard. What's your best pickup line when hitting on a lesbian? Hey, want to hang? I hate my father, too, like you just said. I've never succeeded, to say the least. Open for suggestions. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm. So, just so and and it's just crude, so crude, stereotypical old time alpha male of of Deanderthal like because one Twitter person asked him why would he want to hit on a lesbian in the first place and he says bro you know what's more fun than one girl two girls I'm like oh come on only if there's one cup right I just. <laughs> And but still, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's just crazy. Crazy. So you know, crazy. there's also Spider Man No Way Home, the multiverse. It's going so big right now. The multiverse. So Marissa Tomei is playing Aunt May in it, in in this version. And um, what what did I say? No Way Home. No yeah. Way home. Yeah, Spider Man No Way Home. So. Whenever they actually were talking about the character Marissa Tomei, she wanted to have lesbian Aunt May. Good for her. Yes, because Uncle Ben has been dead for a long time. Has he made rice? She figured. (laughs) That's I never. (laughs) You get a good one there. Thank you. (laughs) So Uncle Ben's been out of the picture for a while. So she's living her quiet life, you know, trying to raise Peter to be the best Spider-Man that he can be. And so according to her, her reason for arguing for Mary to have a girlfriend is there was a moment that I felt that May. Maybe she should just be with a woman because Ben is gone. And she just thought, you know, that that would make a good interpretation. And so that says whether she means she was bi or like many adults didn't realize she was super gay until later in life didn't make a difference in the story. She still loved Ben and now she's dating again. That's how she's seen it. Well, that's a, a, a reasonable viewpoint yeah and she's a very externally driven character may is so this change would give her something that she wanted that wasn't based on the tragedy that's hovering over her of ben dying and so they they did leave a little bit of it with the relationship with happy being away for may to find some joy of her own but when she um but why be with happy when she could have been with a girl so she's like she really wanted them she wanted um amy Pascal to play the girl of her girlfriend. I'm like, oh, that really would have been cool. That really would have been cool. Because that would have been like, I don't know. It would have been the best. I don't know. I think it would have been the best uh, to have um, to have Spider-Man's aunt who raised him, Aunt May, this woman be a lesbian now or be bi. But this one's the multiverse, so maybe she is a lesbian in one of them. That's true. She could be. But no, they no, they wouldn't let that. They they nixed it. The studio said, no, we're not going to have Aunt May be a... In this round. Right. Right. 
there's gonna be many more to come. So who can who knows? As long as they don't kill her, that's okay. As long as they don't kill her, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, okay, what all do I have to talk about? <laughs> Still, Travis Shoemake. We've talked about him before, and it's just worth mentioning again because he's gaining more ground. He's a guy from Phoenix, Arizona. He wants to be the first openly gay drag racer in the National Hot Rod Association. I read that. Yeah. His father was a, was a famous um, drag car racer. And he's just taken over the business. Yes. But now he wants to be the first openly gay. Um he grew up in Glendale. He went to Glendale High School out there. He uh, he said that. Uh, let me see. His passing was worse than anything. Oh, that's about his parents, though. But they're really deeply it's like rooted. Dale and Dale Jr. Right. Exactly. It's a lot like Dale and Dale Jr. If Dale Jr. was gay. Uh, if he was gingers it's a way also drag racing is a way for him to reconnect with his dad you know because i think his dad keep died. his memory alive yes that's, yes keep that's his a dad's beautiful memory. thing i think that's a great thing i think that that was oh my gosh so somebody got me for christmas it was my cousin um I don't know how she did it, but she took something that was my mother's handwriting and then she uploaded it. I guess she just scanned it and uploaded it. And this place made an ornament that has my mother's handwriting on it. That's awesome. It says like, love love you with an unconditional love that can't be matched. And then had her name. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's really, really, really cool. And to wrap it up, did you see RuPaul and Ellen? No, I didn't, but tell me all about it because I want to know. I did miss it. I was randomly trying to reach my bank for two hours and 45 minutes on hold. Uh-huh. And she was on there, and she was hysterical, absolutely hysterical. They did a little interview, and she actually shocked Ellen. Oh, wait, on the little the hot seat thing you were telling me about? No, in the interview portion. In the interview portion, she shocked her how? Well, she said, what's the what's the – Naughtiest oh. thing you've done, and then RuPaul said for money. Yeah, and Ellen's like, sure. And she said she, in the, it was eighty four. She was going from Times Square, some club there, down to the World Club in the Alphabet City, and a guy saw her shoes and asked her to put her leg through the hole in the cab. Right, in the while cab. he tended to matters, and he let her have the ride for free. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, a free cab ride's a free cab ride, especially $9. And then while they were doing the, the hot takes, uh-huh. she said, what's the worst thing you've ever done for work? And she's like, I sold dime bags. Oh, no. And she's like, I sold little baggies with like five dimes in it because for the parking meter. Right. She's like, so people will come park and I sold them like a little dime bag. Oh, my gosh, that is so funny. The way And she kept hitting the buzzer. Uh-huh. Like really hard. <laughs> I was like, you're going to break this set. <laughs> you're going to break it. Then there were times Ellen's eyes. Was she in drag or? No, he was. Uh, right. It was Rue the male. Yeah. Male. Rusical. Right. Yeah. That's funny. I wish I saw it. I didn't get to see it though. You can find it. It exists forever yes. on Ellen Tube. On Ellen Tube. Do you ever go to Ellen Tube? I just find it other ways too on, on NBC or Peacock. Yeah. It'll be on there. It is going to be sad losing her voice, though. 
It's gonna because be she so- always had a gay take on stuff. Yes. Yes, and she also let many gay people on that don't go on as many other shows. Right. And and her kids, that she would have the kids on. the. Um, I love the segment that they do about the kids, that they have the kids on. Always. And then... Um, and then years later, she has three different kids, three different like like tweens up there, and she's like, okay. And they they say you should have to figure out which one is the one that came on her show, and the other two are just saying, yeah, we were on your show when we were five years old and could play the piano and play Beethoven. And she asked some questions. Well, did I this? And she has to figure out which one is. Oh the, yeah, the kid. I haven't seen that segment. Oh, it's fun. That's one thing I I like about her show is she has segments, all these different segments. That it's like, oh wow. Yeah, 20 years. I mean, 19 years. But that's a long run. Is it? No, that's true. It is 19 years. Why didn't she go, just go to 20 and then say, hey, that's Everything it. that blew up last year. Yeah. She was over it. Yeah, because she's barely even. She has a lot of guest, guest um, hosts. Yeah. Lots of them. Twitch is putting in a lot of time now since he's executive producer or co-executive producer. He's putting in lots of time. Yep. She had JoJo Siwa host it, and she was actually really good. She's hosted it twice now that I saw. JoJo is very good because she has energy to give a nation. Uh, you could have a nation that does Absolutely. not have energy. You know, when when the power goes out, just let JoJo Siwa touch something in your house, and your power will come right. She has so much energy. Yeah, I love her. I've watched her since she, now this sounds gross. I've watched her since she was a child. <laughs> oh, she was on the Dance Moms. Right? Yeah, she was on Dance Moms. Uh first she was before Dance Moms, she was on Abby's um ultimate dance competition and she was on there and then from there she ended up moving to Pittsburgh and was on Dance Moms. It's so funny. I've never watched any of those. I don't care anything for her mother, Jessica. She's she's so much of a momager, but I don't care for her. At all. But JoJo has just come to, you know, she just caught on with the kids. That's how Justin Bieber and and then now she's came out, right. I mean she's come out come out publicly now. She's out before to her family and to people, as it does with people that are famous. Don't think that when they're coming out of the closet, whether it be her, whether it be um oh, who is he? I love him, Harold and Kumar. Oh, Cal Penn. Cal Penn. Whether it be anyone like that, when they come out publicly, they're not just coming out for the first time. They're just coming out publicly. Believe me, they're their friends, their close confidants, their family members, they already came out to them long before. <laughs> it's always been a process for all of us. Exactly. Miss P just said, just be yourself, and that's all yeah. I needed to hear. And that's all it yeah, that's all it is, is just being yourself and that's it. Be comfortable in your skins. Be comfy in your own skin, people. Well, guess what? Lotion in the basket time? It is. Oh, it is. It's not. It is. No, it's not. It's not. (laughs) Well, we're going to vamp. and I'm like, wait a minute. What's happening here? It's not happening, John. I hate to tell you, but it's not. Oh my gosh, it's not going to happen. Well then, this has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. Ever. Remember, fight the good fight. Fight. Let justice roll. roll.
We are one human family. Dysfunctional. Somewhat dysfunctional,、Always. but we are still one human family. One. Always bank the first swing. Remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I am DJ Crazy JC John. I'm Tom. I love you. I love you. And we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday.